Sabres have scored. Inner. Score right off the faceoff. Sorry, Losi and Ganji. We'll get back to you in a moment. To a wide open Skinner. And they got to know that's a set play right now. Got it in behind the goal. Out in front. They shot. They score. Skinner! Now it's Reinhardt shooting, and they score! Skinner popped it in, out in front. And Buffalo opens the scoring at 17.45. Skinner! But Hello, everybody. This is the Charging Buffalo Podcast, Season 3, Episode 12. I am Joe, and as always, I have Luke sitting right beside me, and we are excited to talk some Buffalo Sabres hockey today. Luke, how are you doing? I'm doing well because the Sabres are on their second three-game winning streak of this season. We're, what, 22 games in, are we? Is it? No, I'm thinking it's of our eight. point total, actually. Our point total. 18. 18, 18 games. games in. Hey, that's as many points as the Metro Division leader, isn't it? Yes. Yep, 20 points. 22 points. So, I'm I'm doing swell. How are you? I'm I'm doing swell as well. Uh, Sabers look fun. <laughs> Nothing has really changed in the no. past week. That there's no big drop off. Now, so it's fun. You know, I'm a big Scott Wilson fan. Yes. I had a dream just this last night. I woke up probably two hours ago. So it was as re- that was six o'clock. I woke up for timeliness purposes. But I had a dream. Scott Wilson was back. We were wearing our Winter Classic jerseys for some reason, and he was on a line with Eichel, <laughs> and Scott Wilson scored. And when he scored, I woke up from my slumber. I was like, wait, <laughs> whoa. Because I, I, something like, I think my mind told me in my sleep, I got to tell Joe this. <laughs> and we got to talk about this on the show. So I dreamt of Scott Wilson today. Scott Wilson, former mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Penguin, mm-hmm. and... Speaking of the Penguins, they made a trade yesterday. Yes. They traded Carl Hagelin, pending unrestricted free agent, to the L.A. Kings for Tanner Pearson. So I don't understand this trade from a Kings perspective in any way, shape, or form. They continue to get older, which they're amazing. They have, what, 11 points? They have 11 points to start the season. That's like tanking Sabres level yeah. right there. And they continue to get older. They do get a little faster, a lot faster, by making this trade. But trading for one fast guy doesn't change anything. Is Carl Hagelin going to turn your season around? No. No. He's not going to. He He's a good player. He's not going to change anything, though. So best case scenario, they get like a third, maybe a second round pick for him at the trade deadline. And now you just lost a young, youngish asset in Tanner Pearson for pretty much nothing. So, good I, on you, Kings. I don't know. I don't think they know what they're doing. This trade confuses me on both sides because, it, uh, on one hand, I feel like it it might be the Penguins just dumping Hoglin's contract or something. But I mean, Pearson's still a good guy to bring in, but he has no goals this season. That I think could, that's just because he plays on LA. He plays in LA. He plays yeah. in LA. I think he's gonna. Like they put him with Crosby, he's going to be a fifty-point scorer. I definitely like it more on Pittsburgh's. End, oh though. yeah, yeah. Because I, I they, don't get they have him signed for two more years. I'm more concerned on the Kings end because I feel like this is a tank move. If you're unloading a young guy who's underachieved, I this feel year. like they just gave up on him. One point in seventeen games. I just, I don't get it from their end. I unless it's just it's gross incompetence. From, I how you mean? Tell me they couldn't get like a pick for him. I'd rather take a pick. Than I know this was just a player per player straight up trade. Yeah. One guy's younger, the other guy's older, mm-hmm. and I and one is and clearly. It doesn't now. make sense because you would think that a team like the Penguins would be looking for the older player mm-hmm. and a team in last place in the league by four points as well. Yeah, and the Kings would be trying to get younger, but just no. It was just a real weird trade. I think mm-hmm. like I, if you're trading. Tanner Pearson is already young. You should be trading him for a younger player. Perhaps this is just the classic change of scenery trade. I don't get it. Perhaps. Maybe they'll try and extend Carl Hagelin. You know, it's the L.A. Kings. This means 
Wow, so two-thirds of the HBK line are gone, right? Was it Hoglin, Benino, and yes, yes, Kessel? Yes, Kessel. I wonder if Kessel Kessel's maybe next. the next to go. There was rumors that he would go in the offseason to Arizona. The next head to roll. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll go a little more around the NHL to start. We'll get into Sabres talking a little bit. But right above the Kings in the standings, tied in last place, are the St. Louis Blues. So it sucks that... Uh, Lottery protection, top 10 protection is a thing in today's NHL now. But could you imagine if there was no protection on that first-round pick, how giddy everyone in Buffalo would be right now? Potentially a top-five pick in the O'Reilly trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd, we'd – you know, it's it would be great. Mm-hmm. But let's look at it this way. It's still three good assets that we have, okay? Let's not panic. The team's winning. It's going to be fine. We're going to get the picks anyway, no matter what happens. So, mm-hmm. might just, be next year. No, it might be next year. And if they don't just get relax. a goalie, if they don't get a goalie, if the Blues don't get like Bobrovsky, Rene is not going to be a free agent anymore because he just signed a three year extension in Nashville, I believe. Was it yeah, three or five years? Two, I thought it was. I thought it was only two no, years. No, it's five million. I'm not sure. I forget how many years it was. But, anyways, if, like, if the Blues have to stay with Jake Allen next year. You never know. They might have another bad year. So, And there is like 60 games left in the season, so plenty of time for them to make a comeback. But ideally, you're looking at like the 11th pick in this draft coming out of that Blues trade. And while we're about strong picks, we'll take a look at the Sharks as well. San Jose, I feel like they've been pretty hot as of late. Yeah, they currently lead the Pacific Division with 23 points. Uh, game in hand on the Canucks, who sit right behind them at 22 points. So I would assume that the Sharks are going to make the playoffs. Buffalo's going to have that pick. The It'll Sharks be, are not going to miss. Yeah, late 20s. Yeah. But I just went on cap friendly, and this is, if this is to be believed, it is a two-year, $10 million contract for Rene that he okay. just signed. So UC Saros gets held back once again. I guess so. Mm-hmm. And $5 million. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad, but... I feel like they should let UC Saros get some. Get, they gotta give him more of an expanded role. Maybe it'll become more of a Bobrovsky Corpusalo kind of deal Possibly. where they split a lot of time. Not so much splitting time, but backup gets a lot of play. If you're a Sabres fan, you want you do not want the Blues to get a goalie. No, simple as that. I think I think it's just Bobrovsky who's gonna be a free agent as far as goalies go. I, He's the big ticket item. I yeah. know because I know if. If he becomes a free agent, the Blues are going to be all over him, all over him. You know, I'm not too experienced with cap friendly. I'll admit that, so I don't know if there's a feature where I could look at the upcoming. I think there is free agent class. Hold on a minute while we sort this out, because <laughs> there's nothing really. There's no like source out there that'll easily let you do this. And you know what else makes me mad about like reference pages like this? I'm just going off on a tangent while we find this. I hate how nobody keeps track of preseason game statistics like hockey reference or anything because a few weeks ago i was looking up patrick clutter i think he was drafted in 0504 around there and i want to see will the patrick clutter ever play a preseason game or go to training camp with the goat head i don't know why it's just weird th- weird jersey things that he fascinate. had to it's yeah like is there a picture out there of coletta wearing a goat head jersey you know like th- it's weird stuff like this that fascinates me i found a picture too of michael layton Wearing goat head jersey. Really? He was a backup one time mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, so for like Varlamov. Oh, there's Semyon actually the, the free agent goalie Back class on track. is pretty good. It is. Semyon Varlamov. And I wouldn't be surprised if they let Varlamov go, the Avalanche, you because know, they traded for Grubauer. Right? They're not just going to. They traded a pretty good asset and a second round pick for him. Mike Smith, Jimmy Howard, Cam Talbot. That's not a bad you know goaltending class. The Oilers the might have a decision to make about Cam Talbot or Miko Koskinen. I like Miko Koskinen. He's mm-hmm. a good he's a good goaltender. He had a stint with the Islanders, I believe, at first. Went to the KHL and honed his craft, mm-hmm. if you will. And now he's how come many back. of these guys are like a clear cut upgrade over Jake Allen, though? Mike, you know what? Mike Smith is thirty six. Jimmy Howard's thirty four. What are you going to go to Cam Ward? No. Keith Kincaid will be available. It's true. He's he's a fine player. How is now? Wait a minute. Is this like ranking them? That it goes by cap hit. Okay, because I was going to yeah. say, Keith Kincaid is not worse than Michael Hutchinson. Uh, let's see who else, though. Yeah, there's not many options. 
I they're not gonna go back to Brian Elliott. There's no way that's gonna happen. Mm-mm. Curtis McElhenney. Maybe they just go back to Jake Allen. Who knows? I'm sure they would love to have a guy like Carter Hutton right now. Yeah, the St. Louis. Blues. Oh yeah. If only yeah. If only they had a goalie who could step in and that's true. Uh, you know fill in for when the defense makes mistakes. Carter Hutton. That would be great. Carter Hutton's. I I just love Carter Hutton. He is fantastic. He's, <laughs> like what? What a he's story! So, he's so likable too. He is. Like, he's just he's, a good dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His interviews are awesome. He just, he's a genuine guy. I think he's yeah. just, he's just he's great for the locker room. Yep. Just a breath of fresh air. Because mm-hmm. if you go back exactly a year ago and listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. it's like depressing. <laughs> it's, 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 it's yeah, actually depressing to listen. Yeah, it's like oh god, like that. I remember when we were talking about the Winter Classic. Mm-hmm. We were talking about how they might not have 10 wins by the Winter Classic. Mm-hmm. They already have 10 wins. Right. Like, a month early. Yeah. Like, come on. This yeah. is crazy. It, <clears throat> listening to... I know you're not you're not a music guy, but there will be listeners out there who get this. But, like, listening to those old shows, it, it sounds like listening to, to Closer by Joy Division. It's just so depressing. But there's so many depressing songs. But... It's just how far have we done came, you know, like, as I like to say. But I, I, I Hutton's play, it's – you don't know what to say at times. Like, I'm speechless yeah. right now because it's – he got bailed out by the post a few times. But, oh, I yeah. Mean, but come game, on. You in know, the Tampa like, game, there was a few posts. It was close. The, I think it was a Kucherov who hit a post like three seconds left. Yeah. I should. I think he hit it twice. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, with three three seconds and um, I, got, I think like three minutes too. I shouldn't have brought up while he got three bows because it doesn't matter. He made 30 saves. Yeah, it happens. Who cares? I, take that back. I know. Who cares? But is he – this might be like a reach, but is he Tim Thomas 2.0? I – my mind goes to it that. it seems like – It's not wrong it's to starting, speculate. It's starting to look like last season wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. Definitely not. Because mm-hmm. he was either going to replicate that – like obviously the Blues defense is better than what the Sabres have right now. Sabres defense potentially will be better than that because they got Darlene, uh, Pilot, a bunch of other younger players on the back end. So, obviously, Hutton's not going to have a 930-whatever save percentage, and he's going to get more games than he played in St. Louis anyway, so that naturally his stats are going to be lower. But still, he's having a really good start to the season. That would be great if, as the season goes on, we could start talking about Masterton. Masterton oh trophy. God. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. We never did a uh, awards, play, prediction. awards prediction. I think episode. we did. We didn't do Masterton. We no. didn't do the big, the we didn't small do the smaller trophies. ones. Yeah, 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 we did Harton's. But yeah. yeah, I like what I've seen from Hutton. Oh, I, I do really, too. Really like what I've seen. He, from him. he makes some big saves when he lets in a soft goal, like whatever. I know, nobody yeah. like freaks out because they didn't give up a first round pick for him. But mm-hmm. I feel like he gives up one and then you just can't make another stop after that. I have a lot of changing opinions of late on goaltenders that I previously did not like. Jacob Markstrom has really grown on me. I used mm-hmm. to think he was the worst starter in the league. <laughs> that was unwarranted because he's been damn fine this year. He, at opinion. one point when he was in Florida, he was like one of the best goalie prospects yeah. in the league. Yeah, he was. In the Luongo trade. That's mm-hmm. how they got him. But, yeah, Markstrom is a guy who's definitely caught my I've I've always loved David Riddick. You know that. That's yeah. a story from our time, but Riddick. What do you think <laughs> about Allmark so far? Okay, his performance in the Montreal game oh, yeah, it was, sealed his fate. That was, fate, ugly. That I was think. ugly. The the starter Hutton starter Hutton thing yes. is real now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carter is the starter, and Allmark. He's got to pry that from Hutton. They yeah. he's Hutton's earned it. It's 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 still good that Hutt, that Allmark is here though because I think the best way to learn is be on an NHL bench and. Obviously, he's matured enough. He's played enough. He's gonna get better. He's not. He's oh. he, he's not broken. No. Oh he's, no. He's not. Yeah. Don't send him to the land of misfit toys or whatever. He's fine now. Um, he's gonna be fine. I'm excited for him to get his next start. If I, uh, it's probably gonna be against Minnesota because probably a Saturday game because he only mm-hmm. plays on Saturdays. Yep. Yep. Yes. Saturdays with Linus. Uh, it's not gonna be against Winnipeg. We can tell you oh, that for free. I hope not. No. <laughs> More on that later. But. He's he's gonna be fine. He's fine in a backup role. 
It's not what we were expecting, the 1A, 1B thing, but, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a good part to that, too, because one guy has emerged as a clear-cut starter. Yeah, and if Hutton starts to trail off, mm-hmm. go to Allmark. Yeah. And if Allmark doesn't you know, grasp the mm-hmm. starter's role, then put Hutton back in. Mm-hmm. They got they got the guys that they're able to do that. Mm-hmm. And now I feel really vindicated that I wrote that piece for the free agency preview about Hutton and how he be such an improvement well he is there's no doubt carter hutton thank you to whoever read that really really improved this thing like Mm -hmm. they have stable goaltending and he was always a really good backup i got nothing against robin leonard and chad johnson but what they have now much better right definitely an upgrade right so the sabers riding a three-game win streak for Mm -hmm. the second time this season not many times the past five years Fans have been able to say, oh, my God, they're on a three-game win streak. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they can keep this up. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they can keep it up. And now we were talking about this before we started recording here, but the Sabres sit in the first wild card spot, three points up on Philadelphia, who sits who's on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. If this was Colorado mm-hmm. in this position, or Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. or no, that's not even a good example because Pittsburgh always makes it. But a team like Colorado, Minnesota, we said Minnesota, like playoff teams, teams that are you would expect to make the playoffs. Colorado, Minnesota, those are teams that you would. It's not crazy to say that they can make the playoffs. People are always saying that, hey, it's not real because it's Buffalo. But when you watch the games, like they look like they're for real. Of course, they, they. It was Tampa Bay. Like they didn't have a great game. Mm -hmm. Cotton saved. Hutton stole the two points for them. There's no doubt in that. But they're getting scoring from their top line, which is great. They need more depth scoring. But if they can get more depth scoring, I mean, anything's possible. Try this on for size, okay? The first-round playoff matchup right now, Sabres-Blue Jackets. That would be fun. That would be really fun. That would be fun. Yeah. Then Islanders-Rangers. I don't think either of the Islanders or Rangers make it. I don't think the Rangers. Because look at it. look, the Capitals and Penguins are still on the outside looking in. I think both of them, both of them have to make it. I'd be shocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Capitals, Penguins are going to get in. Devils in last place. Didn't the Devils start like six and zero? The Devils were like six and one, I believe, to start the year. So now they have only gotten three points since. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. And you know what's great is seeing ROWs right there, baby. Mm-hmm. Nine ROWs for the Nine Sabres. Nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I want to talk about the... It's been a while, but the Vancouver game. Yes. I watched that game in full, and man, oh, man, that was great. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Who scored the, the first goal for Buffalo? I, I forget. Bull you. Bull you. That pass by Oposo, right on the money. Who has he, been fantastic. Yes. Kyle Oposo... Like, stop, stop complaining about Kyle Oposo. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's not the scapegoat anymore, folks. He's not. He, okay. Like, yes. I think people need to put this in context. Mm-hmm. Like, he couldn't train last summer. No. He couldn't train last summer. He's coming off. Like, I encourage you, go read John Vogel's piece on The Athletic. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's free. It's I free. think he made it free. For, yeah. Yeah, it's free for everyone to read. No mm-hmm. excuse. Go read it. Go see what this guy had to go through. It's, mm-hmm. like, eye-opening. Yeah. Please go, go check it out on The Athletic. Like, this guy, like he was close to death. Like mm-hmm. he could have died. Kyle Pozo could have died, and he came back, and he's playing well. I'm not gonna say he's like, a world beater or anything, but he's playing like a true top six NHL player again. Like imagine you're stranded in the woods, and you're told, you know, uh, maybe not the woods, but like stranded in the desert, maybe, and you're told, you know what, go build a go build a shelter. All right, you have 24 hours to build a shelter and uh, protect yourself for the night. Can you do that? Like, there's nothing around you, you know. Kyle Pozo was pretty much asked to go build yourself up while also rehabbing this injury, pretty much, Mm -hmm. or whatever it was that was plaguing him. He had no chance. I I, I suppose a better analogy would be, like, imagine you're, you're, you're given a quiz or a test and you have no textbook that you've been learning from. Like... Yeah, he's at a complete disadvantage. You can't, you can't train. Not to mention the whole team was bad. Yeah, and the last team year. was awful last year. They were in last place for good reason the, as well. So yeah, 
He's better this year, and I don't think that's much of a surprise. He looks like a completely different player. Completely mm-hmm. different. He's skating a lot better. He's not like a slug anymore, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. So hopefully he can ride out a few more years on this deal where he can actually contribute. Mm-hmm. And what do you have, 40 points last year? 40 yeah. points was a bad year Around for him. Then. So that's if he can get 50, 55, 60 points next couple of seasons and then maybe the lockout, God forbid the lockout happens and then they have compliance buyouts, I think just buy him out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see a problem with that. And look at their long-term cap situation, too. It's not even that bad. There's, like, only a handful of players that are under contract until 2021 mm-hmm. when the lockout's going to come. So you never know what's going to happen. Like, you can only look at what is right now because mm-hmm. this team is looking good. So it's nice to look forward to, like, the cap situation in the future. But they, they look fine right now cap-wise going next year. There's a lot of guys coming off the books. Don't worry about the cap. It has years from now. That stuff can change. Guys can be traded. I think they're not going to be able to trade Oposo right now. He's got to really prove that he's legit. It it hasn't quite. They want to move him. I don't think they will move him Mm -hmm. because he's a valuable piece of the locker room as well. It hasn't quite settled in yet that we are two games above 500. When it was a battle just to be one game above 500 in the past. Mm-hmm. So, I think I wish I could react better to this because I wanted this. For I don't know so how long. to react. I don't know how to react either. It's, it's like too long. okay, I, I didn't expect it to happen this quick. We've been saying all this time, oh, we're gonna be good, we're gonna be good, and it's gonna be so fun. But then we're like, wait, we're actually good. What do we do? <laughs> like yeah. I wasn't, ex- I wasn't actually expecting this. But and now we're figuring out. Oh God! Well, it's it's back to being nervous all the time again and stressing out over this thing. So. It's 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 a weird feeling. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this feels like. It was like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. But yeah, it, it's fun. It's fun to not be talking about the draft like right now. I like talking yeah. about the draft. I'll talk about the draft, but <laughs> it's fun like not having the draft is the only topic of discussion in November. Mm-hmm. They're still in it. They they are in it. Yeah, we're in it. They're going to be in the thick of this for a while. Yeah. We're leading it right now, Yes, they're leading it. (laughs) If they win, they're in third place in the Atlantic. No. Yeah. They're third. They'd be tied with Toronto. And the team ahead of us, the Boston Bruins, may have lost Chara for a significant chunk Mm -hmm. of time. Lower body injury. They face the Penguins on Monday. Mm. That's a huge game. Crosby's being evaluated for an upper body injury. Mm-hmm. Oh, and back to the Canucks game. Yeah. My God. Yeah. yeah, we got off topic there when we mentioned Oposo. But, yeah, that pass by Oposo, that was right on the money. He mm-hmm. meant to do that, right to bull you, taps it in. And then Buffalo kind of – Eichel what, – what happened with Eichel? He, like – him and Reinhardt were both gone for a while. Reinhardt got a puck to the face. I was actually at work during it, so yeah. I didn't get to give it my 100% mm-hmm. attention. Yeah, but, so Eichel comes back. They played like garbage. They, they did not yeah. deserve to win this game, but no. – Hutton bailed him out, uh, and then they came back late. It was like a couple minutes to go. Reinhardt gives, I think, yeah, he passes Skinner right in front of that, mm-hmm. and then oh yeah. yeah, puts him within one, and then Reinhardt scores to tie the game just seconds later. Great pass by Bristolein, and we're off the pads to him, and then Eichel scores in the shootout. And then Casey Middlestead, what a dangle. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Casey Middlestead. This guy's going to be so good. You guys just got to be patient with him. He made a video the game The points move. are going to come. Yes. That is literally what I do in EASHL when I have a penalty shot. And did you see the gif that the Charging Buffalo posted? I didn't. That tweeted it out? Exactly the same as the Afenaganov shootout goal against the Leafs. Oh, yeah. Exactly the mm-hmm. same. Like, mm-hmm. they... I don't know who made it, but it, it just it looked like World Junior's middle step. Yes, he the did that toe drag. Mm-hmm. It, he oh he did God. the same thing. I love it. Maybe we have a new ace like Alash Kodalik was. Let's hope. Oh man, they need an Al Kodalik. We do. Team. We who, do. Who is the shootout ace? It's Casey Middlestep. Yep. And then our other two shooters, we didn't need more than three shooters. That mm-hmm. was good. Eichel and Reinhardt. I, I think Reinhardt was Reinhardt the second. Reinhardt was the second shooter. Yes. yes. And Ike, Ike, I feel so. I'm so happy for Jack Eichel. I know. Finally, so happy scoring in the shootout. That's yeah, good he, stuff. 
he's had struggles in, throughout his short career so far in the shootout. What a goal. And you can just see, like, his celebration. Like, the guy's happy playing hockey again. Mm-hmm. He's not, like, sour, moping and around and whatnot. But, yeah, it was a fun win. Mm-hmm. Most certainly a fun win. The Tampa Bay game, fun win. This team is fun. And what we asked for in the beginning of the season was fun hockey, and we're getting that. If they don't make the playoffs, whatever. Be in the mix and entertain us. Show that there's growth going forward. Eichel, with 15 assists right now, leads the team by four. The goals will come. His shooting percentage is at like 6% right now, which is an all-time low in his career pretty much. Sam Reinhardt. Eventually. Reinhardt slowly but surely is racking up some points. He's on the first line again. 11 assists. It's pretty good. Two goals. What's that? That's probably like a 50, 60 60 assist pace, right? I'd say so. I can't do the math in my yeah, head immediately, I'm not, but... I'm not a good math person, obviously, mm-hmm. but... But, yeah, he's... I think he never has a good start. Sam Reinhardt hasn't had a good start in his career so far, so hopefully 60, 60 points, that'd be a career high for him, right? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, 60 points, that'd be nice. This is good. At this point in the season, only five guys have not scored. Mm-hmm. Rodriguez, like, a goal will come for him eventually. That guy has been playing great. I don't think Tage Thompson is ever going to score at this point. Yeah. Playing on the fourth line. Remy Ely doesn't even play. Remy Ely doesn't play. But yeah. Send Tage Thompson to Rochester. I'm sure we'll touch on that later. I mean, when was the last time almost the whole team scored before the end of November? (laughs) (laughs) Connor Sherry. Ah, what a pickup. What a pickup he was, yeah. You know, the Penguins could have really used Connor Sherry instead of... Yeah, right? Instead of uh, Tanner Pearson. If only they had a speedy winger who could score. Oof. <laughs> they had to get Matt Hunwick. I don't think Matt Hunwick's ever gonna Matt Hunwick off the books. I don't I think, think he's, he's ever I, gonna play here. I think he's done. I don't think they ever had an intention on playing Matt Hunwick. But yeah, looking forward. Buffalo plays in Winnipeg tomorrow, tomorrow night, and then Saturday night they play in Minnesota. Monday night they got Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. So this it's, it's gonna be a big test. It's a busy slate. It's a big test. Mm-hmm. So we'll be. By next week, when we come to you, we'll be about the quarter mark of the season. we so, got to take two of those games. Yeah. If they can take two out of three there against those those three teams, that's that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Definitely good. You can lose to Winnipeg. I mean, but... like, there's not a game this season where you're like, yeah, they got no chance. Right. Every game last season, like, ah, oh, they don't have a chance tonight. They have a chance in every game. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. This is... I mean, like, they have a lot of the same guys as last year, but they, like, switched out the guys like that had no business being in the Yeah, NHL. they switched out the bad guys. The really, really bad mm-hmm. guys. And then, like, the, the you had your disappointments. Like, Bolu, he was a disappointment. He's been good this year. Oposo was really disappointing last year. He's been good this year. They upgraded the goaltending. They switched out, a, I don't want to call him a locker room cancer, but they moved O'Reilly out. Kane's gone. It's starting to look more and more like it. Mm-hmm. But O'Reilly's putting up points. But mm-hmm. who knows? Are they be- are they a better the team? team? Yeah. Are they more Are they more of a team without O'Reilly? Are they a better team with O'Reilly? I don't know. I don't think we'll ever know. But they're good now. Uh, that first round pick is gonna be really telling. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We'll see what that first round pick ends up to be. Do the Blues? Go on a run? Do they make the playoffs? Who knows? Uh, probably not. I don't think the Blues are going to make the playoffs, but uh, I don't know. The really tough question for me is what do I want? Mm-hmm. Do I want the Blues to pick like 11th or 12th this year? Or do I want them to be hor- them to keep their pick this year and then be terrible next year and then maybe Buffalo can get a higher pick? Who knows? I don't know. I take what is guaranteed right now. I, I, give me the 11th pick. This draft is really nice. I'll take the 11th pick in this draft. It will all work itself out mm-hmm. in due time. Yeah, they're getting the pick no matter what. I'm not going to worry about I am going to worry about where this team is at the moment in the standings and where they will be in April. Not in June. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Not yet. Let's hope, let's hope they can just keep stringing wins together. Mm-hmm. And before the Vancouver game, they had a trade. I yeah, about this. little trade. Little trade. They trade Taylor Fadoon to the Dallas Stars for a conditional seventh-round pick. If Taylor Fadoon plays at least 25 games, counting the regular season and playoffs, 
Buffalo will receive a 2020 seventh round pick. Nothing special. Fadoon wasn't playing in Rochester most nights, so whatever. They had they had the depth down there to make the move. So, and the funny thing is, Fadoon was regarded as a top four defenseman on <clears throat> Sabers a couple years ago. So, yeah, it's very telling that the guy couldn't even play in Rochester, and now he's out the door for potentially seventh round. Pick. Now it's kind of like we traded Fadoon for Remy Ely. That's what it looks like now. It pretty much equates to that. All right, I, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Playoff picture. Get yeah, to talk about that. How about the core four? You see TSN.ca. They put out a nice little piece called the core four under twenty four. I saw the Canadian teams on the TSN Instagram post. Mm-hmm. So I did see those. I'll pull it up here. And Frank Zaravelli put it out. Yeah. But we are sixth. You said correct. Yes, they're sixth. They're behind, right behind Vancouver, I believe. So I'm guessing that'll be Eichel, Darlene, Middlestat, and Reinhardt. Yes, okay. Those are the okay. four. Yeah. Uh, Who was number one? Right now. Number one was Edmonton. Are you kidding me? No. I did see that one. It was McDavid, uh, Bouchard. It's McDavid, Drysaddle, Bouchard, and Darnell Nurse. That's odd. Why not Toronto? Uh, Toronto's number two. Okay. Do they, they count they, Nylander? Uh, yes. Wow. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, and Kasperi Kapanen. Mm. And then you have Colorado at three with McKinnon, Rantanen, Kale McCarr, and Samuel Girard. Okay. Number four is Vancouver. All A's. The, the weird thing is, Vancouver has all A evaluation ratings for their players, but Edmonton has a B in Nurse. Toronto has a B in Kapanen. Uh, Colorado has a B in Girard. But Vancouver has all A's, Pedersen, Besser, Bo Horvat, and Quinn Hughes. But they're t- probably taking into account Nate McKinnon's like a franchise player, Matthews, franchise player, McDavid, franchise player. Vancouver, Pedersen, you can easily say he's going to be a franchise Is player. Is Bouchard even playing? No, he got sent back to London. Okay. And then number five, you got Winnipeg, Line A, Connor, Morrissey, and Ehlers. Buffalo at six. Oh, wow. Rasmus Dahlin, Jack Eichel, Casey Middlestat, Sam Reinhardt. They put him above Eichel? Reinhardt getting a B rating. I'd put Dahlin above Eichel. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I think they're they're putting, like, projections into account as well. Oh, Obviously, right. Obviously, Dahlin isn't that I saw a really nice number tweet. one defenseman yet, but still. It might have been John Vogel, I think. Someone tweeted this, but they said the Sabres drafted... Darlene for when he's 23, yeah, not when he's 18. And that's like, Matt, whoa, Matt Kopnick. That puts a lot into Matt perspective. Kopnick. Follow Matt Kopnick. Lots of good tweets from him. But anyways. Yes, very active on our timeline. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. If you don't like Darlene now, you're going to love him in five years. So just be patient. Just be patient. He's going to be good. He's, he is good. <laughs> he's going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Ottawa at 10, Thomas Shabbat, who is really Stepping into that void that Eric Carlson left. So he's he's one of the top scorers in the league. And then they got Brady Chuck, Maxime Lejoie, and uh, Drake Batherson. I don't know about 10 for Ottawa there, but oh well. Anyways. Yeah. I'm intrigued by this Core four Buffalo consensus has one of the best farm systems in the league, so that's great. They always say we do, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, we want to talk about who are who are the Sabres better than in the stands. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. And we mean skill-wise, not point-wise. Yeah. We're not just going to read the standings to you. Should we just go down the line? Yeah, go down the line. Okay. Who, who, are, who is Buffalo like? Yeah, they're better than them. They should finish higher in the standings. Now, there's a few formalities here we got to ask. Tampa Bay, no. I don't think so. No. Def- no, definitely not, no. Toronto. No. No. Not yet. Boston. Hmm. Maybe. I don't think they're better than Boston. I don't think, yeah, yeah. If I had to give a decisive answer, it would be a no. Yeah. Columbus. No. No, we're not better. The Islanders. Yes, I think they're better than the Islanders. Yeah, 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 I'll go with that. Rangers, yes. Oh, easily. Yeah, easily. Montreal, yes. Mm -hmm. We've beaten them twice. Slightly, I think they're better than Montreal. Philly, yes. Yes. Washington, no, 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 easily no. Carolina, I, I'm not sure. I, I'm gonna say no. I don't think they're better. Nah, they're 
Carolina's defense is better is, is a lot better than Buffalo's, but I think Buffalo has them beat at forward mm-hmm. and goal. So I'll give a slight edge to Buffalo, but okay. it's close for sure. We gotta start looking out for Detroit. They're better than Detroit. Easily. They're better, but Detroit has won a bunch of games now recently. Florida. I'm not sure. It's close. Florida's really what is that? Five game winning streak now or something? They've won five games, I'm sure, since mm-hmm. they had two wins. Pittsburgh, no. No, they're not better in Pittsburgh. They're better in Ottawa. I don't think they're better in New Jersey, but nah, nah actually I think nah. That's close. New Jersey's better than what their standing shows. I think New Jersey's better. Really? I think so. Something just tells me I don't if you if you put us against New Jersey, that would be a game where we lose like four one out of nowhere. I don't think their defense isn't their defense isn't good enough. I don't know. I, the goaltending is always a question. I say that they're better in New Jersey, but you never know. Yeah, I. We just said they're a lot better. They're better in a lot of these teams. So I yeah. mean, anything's possible. We'll see. Do you want to go down the west or no? Uh why not? Okay. Uh, go down the west. Nashville, no, no. Minnesota. I want to say they're better in Minnesota, but they just I don't they think just keep so. winning. I think Minnesota might be the deeper team. I I think I don't think Minnesota's that good of a team. I just don't see it, to be completely honest. I don't see it. I they I, have a lot I of nice players. They have a lot of nice players on their team, but where is that like star forward? They don't have it. I get Minnesota, but they don't show They're not anything. gonna win a Stanley Cup with no, this core. No. They need to they need to make some changes. I just don't see it. They're not better than Winnipeg. No. Straight up, no. San Jose, no. No. Vancouver, yes, I'd say so. Calgary, no, I don't think they're better in Calgary. Yeah, I don't think Calgary just has more star power, established yeah. star power. Colorado, no, no, can't stack up to that even that top line. No. Dallas, I I think they're better. In I Dallas. I think we are. Yeah. I think we could beat Dallas. Edmonton, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Edmonton is pretty much the McDavid's at this point. Mm-hmm. McDavid and the gang. Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim would be a lot better if they didn't lose two of their best defensemen for practically nothing. They let they yeah they gave Theodore to Vegas for some reason I don't know why and then they trade Vatnin for Henrique. I'm going to say Anaheim is the better team. Still, yeah. Eh, I don't know. We are close. absolutely better than Chicago. Oh yeah, Arizona close. I, I, right now, I'll give a slight edge to Buffalo. I think Buffalo's better than them. Vegas. I think we are the better team than Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're a better team than St. Louis. I'll tell you that. St. Louis is like a deeper team, but like they're just, I don't know what their goaltending just cannot. Yeah. <laughs> Allen can't make a stop. And they're better in LA. We're absolutely better than LA. Yes, LA is just a dumpster fire. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Good luck, LA. <laughs> Shall we get into the questions now? What, what I guess we so. Here? We don't really have anything yeah, else. Not much. It's just no. It's fun to watch this team play right now. Yeah. I'll tell you that. We hope we can report back to you on three wins next week, but of course. Ooh. Ooh. You ever stretch in your chest cracks? No. <laughs> Alright. Well, that's not good. Yeah. Go see a doctor. I should. I think I have a lot. Alright. So, I haven't looked at these questions yet, but I foresee a lot of, is Jeff Skinner going to sign, or is this a playoff team? All right, so, <laughs> first question, a very common question we, uh, from Senor Joe. Oh. When do you think Pilot and Olofsson will get called up? That's a good question. I don't think it's going to happen for a while, unless somebody, a couple guys drop down with injury, like, I just don't think they're going to – they're not going to call them up just be like, hey, come up and play. It's like, you're going to have to see, like, all oh, wrist line and drops down with an injury. Bolu goes down too. Reinhardt takes a skate to the throat. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, something crazy. Like, skate to the <laughs> – Oh, my throat. God. <laughs> just hit me. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, it's going to have to take a string of injuries for yeah. guys to get called up. They've been very healthy. Mm-hmm. Very healthy. Knock on wood. But – yeah, really. We've had no injuries yeah. so far. It's been mostly personal reasons that guys have been out. Like mm-hmm. Rodriguez. Rodriguez had a kid. Right. Yeah, not many not many injuries. Mm-hmm. So if there's a string of injuries, these guys will get called up, but I just don't see it right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, 
Common question, will Jeff Skinner sign? We have no idea. No idea. Uh, there's been no dialogue yet, to my knowledge. So uh, it's still early. I would start to be worried come trade deadline if there's not a deal done, but they have to get this done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they, they have to sign him. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They have to sign him. I don't care what you can get at the trade deadline for him. You have to extend him. Mm-hmm. He's just that been that good. Uh, is Miko Ranton in the real deal? Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What a player. And a great complimentary piece to Nate McKinnon as well. Mm-hmm. Just, they go, they, they're so good together. The best line in hockey, Ranton and Landeskog and Nate McKinnon. Yes. Uh, if you could call up one player from Rochester and send one down, who would they be? Oh, okay. Call up. Call up. Mm, I'm not, I don't know if this, this guy's asking, if Maddie's asking here if it's like a corresponding move. Like, you send down a forward, you gotta bring up a forward. But in this case, I would bring up Lawrence Pilot, and I would send down Tage Thompson. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me think, let me think. I would send down Tage Thompson, but I would call up C.J. Smith. Really? I think okay. he's due to be up here. I, I Smith needs an opportunity. He hasn't been really. He hasn't been given an opportunity. He really. hasn't, except for day after he signed. I wonder much. if they would call Smith up over Olafson. I think so. Really? Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Fans would be not happy with that. I'll tell you that. No. Uh. Next one comes from Dylan. Would you rather them bring back Royal Blue and Gold or the Red and Black jerseys? Royal Blue. Yeah, easily Royal Blue, but yeah. why not both? Why not both? Why not both? Maybe for the 50th anniversary. Third though. jerseys are there for a reason. They're there so a team can get crafty. Yeah. So get a little crafty. Why not? I would love to see that. Love to see that. Mm-hmm. Is it? I don't know what's going on with the 50th anniversary. Is it next year or the year after? I've heard both. Well, I don't know. <clears throat> I believe it's in two years. That's when we did the 40th anniversary. Mm-hmm. But the Canucks are doing something for their 50th anniversary next year. Right. So I don't know what's going on. And people forget this. The 50th anniversary celebrations, that was all decided under the Galisano regime. So how will the Pagula regime want to address? Didn't Pagula bought the team during the yes, 40th anniversary. I think in February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a good not, I don't know. Gonna be a different, gonna be a different take. I mean, it is technically the 50th anniversary of their them like buying a team or becoming an expansion team. Yep. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm hoping that we get royal blue and gold whenever the 50th anniversary comes, whether that's next year or the year after. We're gonna do something. Give a, give give the fans a red and black third jersey mm-hmm. because there's. Fans, like, whether you love or hate the Goathead, there's people that want it back. Mm-hmm. There's more people that want it back than the Slug or anything else. Would you rather... Oh, this is a question. Yeah. Nobody asked this, but... Would you rather have red and black or what they're wearing now? Oh, God. Hmm. Well, it depends what template the red and black is applied to. If it's the old... Yeah, the old. The like straight-up old... Yes. Can you imagine I... Jack Eichel just coming out... Coming out wearing that red and black jersey. Mm, please. That'd be amazing. I th- oh man. I die. I think I'd still rather have what they have now. What they have now. I just wish they didn't have the random gray stripes. It doesn't make any sense. I know. Gray isn't a Sabres color. I hate it. I think Kill the Gray. The red and black was great for its time. Cause that was the great Look at all these teams with the heritage jerseys now. You don't have to wear it twenty times a year. Wear it like right. they wear red and black. Wear it four five times, times a year, four or five times. Right? What's wrong with that? Why not? Every Saturday home game. Yeah, you know, Chena Saturdays. Right, right. Goathead Saturdays, we can call it. Or I yeah. don't know. Oh yeah, that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, please. Uh, okay, we'll move on to another one. Yeah. Uh, if we were to go after Nylander, what would we give up? They're not going to go after Nylander, and the Toronto Maple Leafs aren't going to trade William Nylander no. to Buffalo. So. Lots of lots of people are asking about Nylander. Lots of people are tweeting about Nylander to Buffalo. It's not going to happen, and it'll never happen. No. So, I hate to burst everyone's bubble on that, but why would Toronto trade him to Buffalo? They're not. They're not going to. And what is Buffalo? They're not going to. Tra- I don't think they would trade Ristolainen for Nylander. I just 
I feel like Bottrell loves Ristolainen. I think he I loves think him he Risto. I don't think he would move him to Toronto, no less. I like it doesn't make sense. Like, and Risto I'd, hasn't been terrible. This I would year. love to have Nylander on Buffalo, but like it just doesn't make sense. Why would Toronto want to give up Nylander to Buffalo, and why would Buffalo want to give Toronto their assets to help out the Leafs? Yeah, because the Leafs are at a position where they have no leverage, so don't help them. Don't help the Leafs. Mm-hmm. Let them lose out on a trade with Carolina for Brett Pesci. So, yeah. go ahead. Uh, playoff bound. What do you think? Oh, it's dear too God. early to say. I, it's I'm going to wait after this this road trip to make my official, is this team playoff team declaration. I don't yeah, know yet. I, I can't do it yet. We're, wait, let me see. 18, 36, 54, 72. Okay, well, we're almost a fourth of the way through the yeah, season then. we're close. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it yet. I, I'm not ready. I'm not. I'm not ready, but I'm getting no. close. I, I'm. I believe now. Mm-hmm. I believe in this team. I do believe. Mm-hmm. I believe we can do it. But I, I'm hesitant to drink the Kool Aid, just yet. Mm-hmm. All right. But I believe. How many goals will Jeff Skinner have by the end of the season? I'm going to say he matches his 37 goal career high. 37. Yes. I'm going to guess 42. Okay. 42. Okay. So that's he's going to cool off. He's not going to score 70 no. goals or whatever he's on the pace for right now. No. But, yeah, he, he'll he hit a rough spot eventually. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it'll come. I'm not – I hope he scores 70 goals, but I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, next one, could that 9-2 win versus Ottawa be the turning point of the season? It certainly feels like it has been. I feel like the turning point of the season is right after they... I forget what game it was. They just lost, and then Housley changed the lines. And then they just started winning. The When Eichel, Pallenville, and Skinner became a thing. That's the turning point of the season for me. I'm not sure when that was, but... Because I remember when I saw that, I'm like, oh my god, they're, they're going to suck again. Since that Ottawa game, the problems of being very lackadaisical in the third period, it's kind of subsided. Yeah. It doesn't happen as frequently now. And they still sit on leads. They sit like. on leads, case in point, Tampa Bay. But we have a structure now ever since then, I feel as though that is the case. And I think we're, we're playing – we just look more like an NHL team since that game. Oh, yeah. uh, compared to other years where we just – it was the same brand of hockey – we're playing different hockey, I feel like, since that game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think it's, it's it's definitely fair to say. Anytime you score nine goals, that's going to be a big shot in the arm for any team. Yeah. Uh, Brandon asks, do you see a cup in the near future? We're oh, talking God. five years? I, I'm not I even see it. I'm not even ready to predict a playoff yeah. appearance. I can hope for – no, I'm not, I'm not going to go that far yet. Realistically, if – I think they got a real shot at a cup in the next five to seven years. Maybe within ten years. You have the pieces. You do. You have the piece that every playoff team, every cup team needs. You got the number one center. You got... Franchise D-man. The franchise D-man. Do they have the, the number one goalie? I don't know, but we don't know yet. I'm not going there yet. And you got four first-round picks in the next two years to supplement. So, I'm not saying anything, but... There you go. They got the pieces what cup teams need. So hopefully they can get it together. But you never know. Right. You never know. Uh, Thoughts on the defense? That seems to be the biggest thorn for the Sabres. That comes from Jacob. They've been better, especially in recent games. Ristolainen has greatly improved from the beginning of the season. He's a lot more physical this year. Very physical. Darlene... Darlene is just great at shutting people down and shutting... He can shut down two guys at a time. There will mm-hmm. be times when it's just him versus two other guys with a puck in the corner in the defensive zone, and he's just... He, he knows where the play is going before the guy at the puck does. So he's already turned around by yeah. the time the pass is going. So. It's amazing that Darlene is the only new addition on the blue line, and mm-hmm. they're just that much better. I know. Even Bolu's been pretty darn mm-hmm. good. I like Bolu's play. Yeah. He looked really good against Tampa. Mm. Did he play? Yeah, he played it. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, would you like to see Bolu extended? Uh, 
Not a, I would. I'd I, maybe sure. seventh, the seventh guy. Yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. He shouldn't demand that much money. I'd say why but not. He take more. But he want more than what he's making now though. Two point four. That's a lot. Two point four million is a lot for Bullyu. Why not like two point seven? Mm. Think you take that or no? no? I wouldn't want him at that. Uh, I'd take him back as a seventh defenseman. I, I, I got no problem. Yeah. I got no problem with him as long as he's on the third pair. I think he's fine. I think he's fine. I, I got no problem with Bullyu. Okay, thanks for that. Uh. Why haven't we given Redmond a proper shot? He's not on an NHL contract. Nah, it's, He's not it's, on an NHL contract, so he can't be brought right. up. He did get a little bit of a stint with Buffalo last year. I feel like he might have gotten. And everyone hated him. And everybody hated him. He's yeah. an AHL defenseman. It's 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 and like a very good AHL defenseman. Look at so. T.J. Brennan. Why doesn't he get a shot in the NHL? Because he's not good enough in the NHL. Because he's an AHL defenseman. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but I like Zach Redmond. He's been perfect. He's been really really good for Rochester. Uh, what would you guys give up for a guy like Nate McKinnon? Uh, Colorado would never trade Nate McKinnon, but, uh, man. We had a similar discussion last week about Patrick Kane. I think that would be... Yeah. Was that... Did we do that last week's show? Yeah. Yeah. It's more realistic that Chicago would trade Patrick Kane than Colorado would trade Nate McKinnon, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I I would give up middle stat plus a lot more for Nate McKinnon. McKinnon? Yeah. Imagine, wasn't there... There was a rumor... I feel like during the off season, or speculation just from fans about a trade, we're like, "Oh, we'd have to give up Middlestat to do that." But I'd do it. What was it? Do you remember? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like I've remembered that. Yeah. Or, or I'm not sure who it was. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. Uh, you guys keep saying Risto isn't in the right role. What is the right role for him? That's a good question. Uh, the second pair. Mm-hmm. The second pair. Risto is playing half the game. That, that's not going to fly. Like, He's not a top-pair defenseman. No. He's a second-pair defenseman and a good second-pair defenseman. Uh, when we say that Risto is not in the right role and he's not a top-pair defenseman, that, means, that doesn't mean we think he's bad. It just means he's not playing in the right role and he's playing way too much. He needs to be – he needs to play less. There's no doubt. He played, like, tw- what, 28 minutes against Tampa? I had an interesting question posed to me by a coworker. What do you think? What if he was a winger, Risto? Yes. What if he was moved to wing? I no, I don't think he would. You yeah. don't think it would work? I know. Just a little thought that I've been. I've Darlene's been... the only. Darlene, maybe Bolu are the only defensemen that I could see playing forward. But I, Gooley. I I could see Gooley playing forward. But I've been sitting on it a bit. And I'm thinking, hmm, well, I've been weighing, I've been weighing the what could happens a bit. I but. think if you if you move Darlene to forward, he would still be he'd be able to play on the top. He'd probably six. be even better. Yes. <laughs> he used to play forward. But I, I want our listeners to think about that. Like, imagine Ristolainen as a winger. I can't. Just ponder the thought, okay? I know Brent Burns is an extreme example. It's true. But just just sit on Except it. Except Burns was. Like a forward playing defense, though. That's true. Basically, like he would still score like 50, 60 points. Right. Uh, okay. Uh, would you rather get a big name trade piece or Olafson go off and win the Calder this year? Uh, well, it's too late for that. Yeah, I don't think Olafson's going to win the Calder even so, if he comes up now, but trade piece. I don't think I wouldn't. What are you gonna give up? That's my that's my question. I was talking about this with Joe, yeah, Joe DiBiase yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like they have nothing to really give up to no. trade for somebody at the deadline. They really don't. I just what are because they, they they don't have a second this year. They don't have a. They might not have a third this year. They don't have a third next year. And then at that point, if you like trade your second next year, you're like mortgaging your future kind Everything, of. Everything, every asset we have. It's kind of a good problem that we have because they're all too valuable to give up on like this early. Mm-hmm. I think they're, they're, it's too much to, to part with. I yeah. think at this point. So, like, what, uh, here's a question: If they're firmly in a playoff spot, would you trade a guy like Rasmus Asplund for a rental? Oh God! I mean, I would. I would if they're like firmly in it. Asplund is like the first guy that comes to mind because they have Davidson. 
they're similar prospects, and I'd rather have Davidson. Right. I just don't. I don't. I don't like trading prospects in rental deals. That's true. I especially when it's usually always draft yeah. picks. Yeah. Yeah. What about Gooley? I oh. feel like Asplund and Gooley are the first two yeah, prospects I do that Gooley, come to mind actually. that would be traded to acquire help at it, the deadline. It definitely depends on the guy because I I would trade Gooley. I don't. I wouldn't trade Gooley or Asplund. I wouldn't trade Gooley for rental. I think I might. You could probably talk me into trading Asplund for a rental if if it's the right guy that you might that's young enough you might be able to resign. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they they really don't. Ha- I don't want to move those three first-round picks mm-hmm. at all, or four first-round picks, four, four in two years. I just don't want – I don't want any part of that. Keep those draft picks. But, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. But if they can put their team over the top and make a run, who knows? Yeah. It, like, a few weeks ago, no, I would, I'd would i say probably do nothing. So, I don't know. I could be talked into booing some of the prospects. They have a lot of prospects, so mm-hmm. – and I think Asplund, he's expendable because they have Davidson. Yeah. And they have those picks that are coming up. You can draft another center to that would pass him on the depth chart. So, I don't know. We'll see. Right. We'll see. Uh, have your expectations for the team changed at all? They've risen, I believe. Easily, yes. Yeah. My expectation going in was uh, maybe wild card contention. But, yeah. like, they're in it right now, so... We could legit get a top three spot in the Atlantic. I don't think yeah. that's not out of the question. It's still very early, though, so... Correct. Don't get too high, don't get too low. Right. They could... They, heck, they could go and lose, like, five games in a row. Mm-hmm. For all we know. Hope it doesn't happen. But, yeah, you never know. If they lose, if they come out and lose five games, don't be like, oh, we're the worst team in the league again. No. Or if they win five in a row, oh, playoffs, baby. Like, right. you, gotta, you just gotta keep... Keep a keep your head on straight and hope that they just mm-hmm. continue to ride it out and win. Uh, should we trade any of the, our first rounders for a solid D man or push for a playoff spot? I don't keep want them it. all. Keep them all. Yeah. Don't trade your first for like I'm trying to. Don't, there's don't trade your first round pick for like Tyler Myers. Oh, the, the Jets aren't going to trade no. Tyler Myers, but you know what I mean, like a rental defenseman or Jake Gardner, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. But if there's a guy like Jake Truba out there, who he won't be available at the trade deadline, because why would Winnipeg want to subtract from their team? But like a guy like Jake Truba, I'd trade a first-round pick for him, but they're obviously not going to move him. Right now, at least, maybe in the offseason. But, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Is Skinner going to get more money than Jack Eichel? No. He, he, I think that's, like, impossible. No, there's no way Skinner will. I don't want, I don't want to keep Skinner if he's going to make 10. No way. Yeah. He can... Go hit the road for all I care. Yeah, see ya. But yeah, keep keep Skinner. Hopefully it's not that high. It won't be that high, I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, yeah. Just scrolling through, looking for some more questions. but Lots of repeats. Yeah. I apologize. A lot of it is going to be about Olofsson, uh, playoffs. And we understand. It's an exciting time. You know, it's a, definitely an exciting time to be a fan. And... Um, we understand why folks would want us to talk about it. We like talking about it. You know, we like thinking about it, of course. Ooh, favorite player from the O'Reilly trade. Oh. Oh, God. Sabotka. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> favorite player? I would. I think I would also say Sabotka right now. Oh, if we're I'm talking kinda, so far, yeah. I like Thompson as a mm-hmm. prospect, but, like, he hasn't been that He hasn't been that good. Right. So, he was good in the preseason, though. Berglund was also really good in the preseason, but I really like Saboka. Uh That first-round pick is going to be a good player, I'll tell you that. So I wish there was no protection on it, though. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to myself anymore. I'm, I'm, I haven't been happy with Tage Thompson. Yeah, but remember, he's still 21. That's correct. He's young. He's so, Yes, he's young. He's not lost yet. He has confidence. Oh. Same, same down on Rochester. He's just supposed to be in the top six. I mean... He doesn't deserve to be in the top six, no. though he's played in the regular season. But he was good in the preseason. Mm-hmm. I, I thought he was going to be much better. But I don't give up on Tage Thompson yet. We no. learned we learned that from Nylander. It's too early to give up on guys. What would you be willing to give up for Alex Nylander? Is he worth it? Hmm. Uh, I feel like that's that's worded wrong. But right. Well, I 
Maybe he's talking about William Nealander. I think he's talking about William. He might be talking about William Nealander, yeah. but I'll swerve this in another direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what what would you what would you want Buffalo to get for Alex Nealander? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Him? I feel like maybe that's what he's asking, but could be also talking about William Nealander. I don't know. It would be tough because depending on what team it is, I would want a prospect. What about Jesse Pugliarvi from Edmonton? Ooh. Straight up one for one. I would do that. I'd do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's Why not? Some, I feel like that's something that's somewhat realistic. Similar well. storylines surrounding them. Except Pooley Arby was able to produce in Bakersfield. Yeah, good point. Uh, I think, you know, maybe if we could bring in Pooley Arby and rehabilitate him, if you will, get him back to form. Edmonton's just not playing him. That's the thing. I haven't, yeah. I haven't been able to watch Edmonton, so that's I, the... I'm not watching Pugliarvi, but going off of watching him in his draft year and before that. Yeah, they've taken a really bad approach to that by just straight up scratching him and not playing him in Vegas. They're taking the Tate Thompson approach, mm-hmm. putting him on the fourth line and scratching him. So. Right, and that's that's no way to – that's not development. It's not. If you're not playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think we'll end off on that note. Yeah. All right. Well, I suppose I will do the outro this go week. On, go ahead. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for following Charging Buffalo as well. Uh, follow Joe, of course, at Joe TCB. TCB. Follow me at Luke TCB. That's L V K E T C B. Thank you again, everyone. And we will see you on the next show. Goodbye.